1: Attention, terrorists. Hold on. Here's Tara's Daily Rant.
0: Good morning, Lee. Hey there, Tara. All right, so this morning we get a look at where they will go if we let them. This comes to us from Minnesota. Maryland, the Democrats are busy trying to decriminalize murder up to the age of 26. No, they're not joking. You would still be charged um, with removing the life from the body of the person that you attacked. There would still be charges, but they wouldn't be full-on murder charges. Um, It would be something much less. Because your brain is not fully developed until you're 26. Unless you want to take puberty blockers at age 12 and sterilize yourself. In which case, that'd be fine. Of course. Right. But you just don't want to murder anybody while on the puberty blockers. Um, Or if you do, they're going to help you with that because you're not old enough to make a decision. Makes total sense if you're a Democrat. For the rest of us, we're a little lost. Meanwhile, this. And this really shows you where they want to go. Minnesota lawmakers, this is Fox News, have um, filed a bill that would create a thought crime database. No joke. This, is, this database would log alleged bias incidents even when they're not considered a crime. It is modeled after the sex offender database, which Democrats are trying to get rid of, you know, actual convicted sex offenders yeah. in California. So what, what does this mean? Well, people could go on there and report perceived Bias-related incidents, such as alleged slurs, verbal attacks, failure to use preferred pronouns, that sort of thing. And they can file them by name. So um, if somebody, Jane Smith, makes someone else mad uh, and it's perceived as bias, you could go Google Jane Smith's name to see if Jane Smith has committed a thought crime.
1: Can I just make one quick suggestion here? Yeah. Okay. Now, we already know that when we are on our phones or have our phones in our pockets and we talk about certain subjects, suddenly we see ads for those come up on some of those apps. Mm -hmm. So why is it necessary for anyone to have to file those when that is being monitored to begin with?
0: I guess just to make it easier to cancel. Yeah,
1: we'll just go ahead and have the AI at DOJ go ahead and send us the subpoena or the (laughs) warrant.
0: I know. Well, these and, and, and the bill specifically says, again, this is Minnesota, um, that these it would be for verbal attacks that fall outside the hate crimes compiled annually by the State Bureau of Criminal Apprehension. So these are not crimes. So we're
1: going to prosecute you or at least accuse you or penalize you for something that is not a crime.
0: Exactly. Well, it is. Um, but it is anti-woke. And that is a thought crime. Which, the punishment for that in our society is increasingly worse than an actual crime. I mean, you are totally destroyed. Would you call that maybe blasphemy? Yeah, maybe.
1: If you consider the wokeness to be a religion, well, if that's the case, then why could someone who is a Christian not then go after someone who makes a comment that is disparaging toward God or Christ? Or, you know, we could go with the Muslims or, you know, Jews or Hindus or whatever if we're going to sit here and start going with thought crimes and words that hurt.
0: Well, see, okay, no. Now, if, if you're slurring Christians, uh, that's, no, that okay. I don't know that that would, would count. Yeah. Okay. Republican State Representative Walter Hudson, who doesn't like this, told Fox News, is a very insidious and conniving way to get the camel's nose under the tent of expanding the scope of government scrutiny of speech beyond crimes and assault. Well, Listen- that is
1: a biblical reference, though. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Hudson said he was worried that the language of the bill, which encompasses, listen to this, not just race, but also gender identity and gender expression, is overbroad and could ultimately impinge upon, see, you knew exactly where they were going, Lee, religious liberty. Yeah, Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. So, and by the way, the bill has the language over and over, actual and perceived gender identity.
1: Prosecution of the perceived.
0: Yeah. So the intention of whoever is being accused of exhibiting the bias is irrelevant. If you legitimately perceive somebody to be female, but they're male identifying as female and you're, you know, you're trying to even be politically correct, but you fail, you still could go in this and listen to this. There's no state boundaries on this thing. So if uh, one of these Minnesotans comes here to South Carolina and are the victim of a threat crime where say the correct pronouns are not used or something, I don't know, at a gas station. They could take the name of the gas station attendant and put it in the bias database in Minnesota. So that Um, You know, you begin to have a file on you. But then if I wanted to
1: carry my weapon with a concealed weapons permit that I legally have in South Carolina, that would not apply in any state that does not
0: have reciprocity. Exactly. You understand how this works. So um, this is Hudson again, the state, the Republican state lawmaker. He says we're going to create a database of all these subjective, arbitrary, whimsical feelings that people have had, not anything objective or tangible. So anybody can fill this out accusing you of anything which is kind of nuts but this is what i mean this is where they're going kind of nuts yeah it is nuts you're right
1: your perception's off here it is yeah, very I nuts
0: i know um but here the good news this is this is the good news and um, while we're talking databases of people did did you see this um i i can't believe this happened but it did on the backlash Lash must have been, like, insane. MasterCard and Visa. I was very afraid of this. It, on uh, April 1st, we would have all four of the major card distributors, credit card distributors, would have applied the code to you and kept your name and your transaction. Uh, you know, the code would segregate mm-hmm. that. It's a database of everybody who buys a gun or something at a gun store or a place that sells guns. Visa and MasterCard, listen to this, have halted their plans to use a new merchant code to track gun purchases. Good news. It's a significant win for conservative groups. And we were talking about this at the beginning of the week. I was telling you, they they were they were just waiting until they got all four major card providers to agree to this. And what they were going to begin to do then, uh, I thought, was just to begin to incorporate this in your credit score. Oh, look, back in 2023, you bought a something gun, bullets, whatever it was at the at the store, we don't know, but you've got a code strike against you. We're gonna have to cancel your MasterCard. I'm I'm sorry. You don't meet our credit requirements. You're too dangerous. Never mind that you know they'd be sharing this thing with the FBI. I mean we've already got a bank got Bank of America which issues these cards. We found this out this week um giving all the data to the FBI on people who've purchased guns legally legally purchased Guns, if they did it within the months before January 6th and around the time of January 6th, they traveled to Washington for any reason. OK, could have been business, could have been anything. That list of people went to the FBI. And again, remember, those were people we know this from the congressional hearing. Those were people who didn't even enter the Capitol. OK, they are accused of no crime. And yet more than 140 of them have either been interviewed or surveilled by the FBI. Total violation of rights. So you can see Bank of America already beginning to abuse that. And look, these cards, they're just issued by banks. Okay, it's the banks doing this. So to see Visa and MasterCard back off, that's great because I told you, you know, once it gets to where people who buy guns don't have an alternative credit card they can use. Okay, I want to use Visa and MasterCard because they don't track me. I'm going to get one of those and then buy a gun. Then they were going to really crack down. This is going to make it very hard.
1: So you could be a suspect of geographical proximity.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally,
1: yeah. I mean, not not actually having anything to do with any crime or violation, but simply being the
0: area. You are no, in the wrong area code. Yeah, no, no, watch this, okay, because I'm going to make a prediction on this. In fact, I'm going to set, I'm going to snooze a text to myself, remind me to talk about this. We just had a terror attack for the second time in two months by Antifa in uh, Georgia, right? Where they bought materials for actual explosives and made explosives, Molotov cocktails, that they then hurled at the police. Guarantee you. I'd bet my 401k, double or nothing. The FBI will not contact Bank of America for their purchase records to find out if they have bought a gun. They will not do any other to find out if they have traveled across state lines Um, You know, around the time of the Antifa protest to Georgia, they will have no interest whatsoever in whether they have an entire arsenal in their basement. They're not going to look. They don't care. Not going to happen. Not that I would support it if it did. I don't like Antifa, but you should stay the heck out of people's bank accounts and prove things the old fashioned way with actual evidence of crimes. Radical idea for the FBI, I know. Yeah. Um, but I guarantee you, they will not do this. They will not ask Bank of America, nor will Bank of America turn over any of those records or any other bank. This is how they selectively prosecute. So that, just to wrap this segment, good news. The pressure on Visa and MasterCard by us must have been immense. Um, and good, I'm glad they feel it.
1: Terrorists want it. Hear
0: the Terror Show weekday mornings on 106.3 WORD and the Odyssey app.